Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. How's it going, everybody? Today, we're going to talk about how a 21-year-old can live rent-free. Welcome to the Positive Mindset Podcast, where we use positivity to build a better mindset. My name is Henry, and this is Eric. Hey, hey. And today, uh, we're looking into uh, how you can live rent-free as a 21-year-old individual. Mm -hmm. Um, Eric's 21, and we've got a plan um, that we're working on to live rent-free. So he's someone that's about to go into this, and then I've got some insight of, you know, why you should do it from someone that didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, years later. So if you want to kind of share like what you're looking to do, the premise of the plan, how it's going to work and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. So, um, so right now what we're looking at is we've got a, there's a duplex, um, that's for sale. The goal is to move in and get some roommates. Uh, I've got a couple friends who, who, you know, want to be my roommates, um, get it to a point where all of their rents combined cover the mortgage. And so that way I don't have to pay rent. Um, and therefore I'm living rent free. And then because it's a duplex, uh, I'll be able to house even more people um, and get to a point where I'll be able to, you know, not only live rent free, but also be able to use their mortgages to pay off stuff like my Wi-Fi, my utilities, my heating, plumbing, all that jazz, and put money away for repairs, capital expenditures, which would be big, big purchases like a new roof or a new HVAC system or stuff like that. Um, so, So yeah. So if you don't know, duplex, that just means multiple units on one property. Yeah. So um, we were saying get the, the reason a duplex could be more valuable is there's an opportunity to house more people. Exactly. And charge more rent. So right now, you're um, you're about to graduate college. Yep. Um, got three weeks left. So you're about to go into working full time. Yep. And um, honestly, like your main pr- profession, personal training, can be difficult to get into like elite level financial return like to be a personal trainer that makes a lot of money there's going to be some usually i mean unless you make it on like youtube or something like that we Mm -hmm. blow it up you know kind of like lottery winner yeah um it would take a long time to be able to charge a lot of money yeah or something like that so a way to build your wealth is you know to think differently than just thinking of working for money so Mm -hmm. that's why you wanted to do this and yeah how many rooms would be available so if you're buying it as an investment and you already had a place, mm-hmm. then you would it's, run it out differently than how you're going to yeah. do it now. So since you're going to be living there and taking up one of the rooms, mm-hmm. how many rooms would be available still to rent and then what would be like the return on investment and stuff like that? Yeah, sure. So uh, there are two separate units. There's the bigger front lot, which is a three-bed, two-bath, and it could potentially be a four-bed, two-bath. That's what it is used currently as. And then the smaller unit is a two-bed, one-bath. So in total potential for five or six bedrooms, which is five or six people. Um, I intend on using the six bedrooms, so I will be there occupying the smaller building with one of my friends, and then I've got four other people lined up uh, to all take a room in the bigger unit, each one paying on average 375 a month. Um, you know, I still got to sit down and actually figure out the numbers with that, but uh, that comes out to 1875 per month in rent, which, you know, 
pretty easily covers the mortgage. Um, and then I can also use that to uh, kind of pay myself back for the down payment. Uh, so instead of me paying rent, I'll be paying, uh, or like I'll be using that to pay off the down payment so that, you know, because my renters or roommates aren't paying for the down payment, obviously, to own the property. I am. Um, so I'm going to use that to kind of pay myself back as if I'm. Yes, in this case, yeah. you put $10,000 down to buy the house. Yeah. Um, and then you're renting it out for, let's just say, 1500 and your mortgage and all the expenses are 1000 mm-hmm. and normally you would be pocketing 1000 but you're not going to pocket any of that because yeah. you're going to pay back your initial down payment. Exactly. You know, re- reserve. Yeah. And then from there, you'd be looking at the either, either profit that you yeah. could use or I think the main goal is for that money to start investing and working for you. Yeah, yeah. So the, the goal with this property is I'm going to live there for probably a year or two. Um, and we're we're doing this together. He's just co-signing because he's got all the uh, he's got the job history and whatnot. That unfortunately, as a personal trainer, I personal trainers can have it, but because I've only been doing it for eighteen months, that's a bit of a roadblock I've been running into. So we're doing it together because he's got the work history. Um, but yeah, so we're going to use the profit that we make from the rent, roll that into the next down payment on the next property, and then kind of keep repeating the process and slowly but surely expedite the process and get to that exponential growth where we can buy four, eight, 12 uh, units per year versus just buying one house every two years. Yeah, we want to keep buying units and there's a few avenues that you can go and I mean that's probably discussions for other videos yeah. but like you can um, sell the property and buy another one and do, you know, there's some certain tax things you could take advantage of to do it that way mm-hmm. to where you don't pay the taxes on it um, and stuff like that. But that's something that neither of us have done yet. So yeah. that would be something learning for. This would be the first experience. The The value in doing that is you think about like how much money you waste. I remember when, so like if I go to like being your age at 21, um, you know, I wanted the nicest things I could afford. And I yep. still, I'm still kind of in that mentality. Like, yeah. you know, you're fortunate that um, you that that it's clicking sooner with you yeah. than it did with me um, and the the problem is like when it clicks sooner yeah. um, you know you don't have that much to lose right yeah. so like you don't already have a big house you don't already have like a you know a nice car like all yeah. these things that you you have to give up mm-hmm. because you come to the decision of like I can live differently yep. and have a different kind of life mm-hmm. immediately versus you know, I always wanted nice things. I didn't have a lot of nice things always, and so like I wanted, you know, the most expensive car I could buy, the nicest house I could buy, and stuff like that. And um, so by doing that, you don't realize how you're literally just going to work to pay for those things. Yeah, and you're trapping yourself. And if you stopped work today, then you would lose all those things. You know, I mean, it, of course, over time you pay them off and stuff yeah. like that. But um, the reverse of what you're doing is so say you, you we get the house you're yeah. living there rent free uh your car is paid for um so yep. your only expenses are like your phone bill um and food pretty yeah. much which um you know you figured would be between 600 and a thousand dollars a month yeah so technically with this one deal if something happened where you couldn't work for a year like say you're a personal trainer say yeah. you like broke your knee and you couldn't go into work or it would be really difficult. Yeah. So you need to take off six months of time. Mm-hmm. Because of the wealth you have, you have a, a, a wealth generator yep. um, thing that will pay for things versus if it was a reverse scenario and you took all the money, say you were making like $4,000 a month um, and you were, you know, had a car payment, had a house payment, had all these things. If you stopped working, 
you would just lose it all. Yep. You know, so, you know, it's smart that you're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So the kind of the, the goal with what I want to do. So like what he was saying, what most people do and what I did three months ago. So I, I just recently uh, moved into a new apartment and very rent, nice. Yeah. It's super nice, but rent there is 1040. Uh, and so then, then two months later it clicked and I was like, okay, every month I'm in there, I'm throwing away a thousand dollars, thousand dollars. Whereas I could be living in a house and I'm not throwing it away. I'm putting it down into the mortgage payment as equity and I'm making money, uh, long term. or what I'm doing now, best option is I have my roommates do that. And so then they're basically paying me and I get that money in 30 years or like whenever I sell the home. Yeah. And honestly, one of my really good friends, he did this. I actually paid him. I was a roommate in his house yep. and he had the mortgage. And so I was paying him to live there. And it just, those things didn't click, you know, for me back then, yeah. you know, I was doing it all the wrong ways. And so now, you know, there's two examples that, that you can learn from if you're watching this video. It's one of somebody who's going and not making those mistakes early <laughs> on and, you know, will have a great, you know, headwind into building yeah. a financial, you know, security. Um, but like for me, you'll get to learn like decisions. Like right now I have um, two car payments, um, you know, a truck payment and SUV payment. Uh, house payment, you know, all these other little things um, that are going on and I'm going to be trying to downsize that because I want to be able to get in more deals like this. And so what my goal will be to A, downsize um, and immediately as quickly as I can, whether it takes two years, three years, four years, but have, um, whether it's properties or businesses, I mean, properties make the most sense because of like the business that I'm in and like the, the business that you're in, like mm -hmm. it's pretty, you can keep your hands off <clears throat> yeah. and just let it do its own thing. So that's the, that's the advantage of, of, of property deals um, versus starting a business. But if you yeah. want, if a business I guess is technically considered like an asset, it's probably gotta be one you're not working at. Yeah. If you gotta work at the business, then it's a job. Yeah, it's, so you could be like buying stock in a startup, you know, like if, if a startup company near you needs funds and you have it available, you can just give them money and then you just get, you know, dividends every month, um, or yeah. every quarter, whatever, because of that. So that would be like a way to use a business as a, uh, as a, or start one and just yeah. hire employees and you don't work yeah. there. You yeah. Know, then it's, um, but, um, so like if I wanted to do what I do now or start a business, it would be a gym and I would probably have to work there just cause the, the way the financials work on it. Um, the, uh, so that's why real estate works so well. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty, cut and dry as far as like putting some renters in there that am rent the advantage of him doing living in this first deal is it's really secure because the mortgage is less than rent he's paying now so you know, it's, it's safe <laughs> so worst comes to worst if i'm living in a duplex by myself with <laughs> yeah. six bedrooms i can still afford it he can so, live there by himself and, and if i get fired and i i don't know become mentally handicapped and i can't work he can pay for it yeah. so it's <laughs> yeah. it's like the biggest, the biggest risk is that he is going to have a payment. But and so the next thing is once we get there is like, so I think, okay, well, like my car payment would basically pay for another mortgage to do something like that. Yep. And so if I did it again, I've got to eliminate it. So that's one, or I've got to increase my revenue. Um, and so the, um, the problem with, I mean, I hopefully will continue to increase my income and stuff yeah. like that. But the problem with that being the solution, um, uh, rereading Rich Rich Bad Poor Dad, which the first time I read it, I must have really not paid that much attention because yeah. I read it years ago. If you haven't read that, guys, go read it. Rich Dad Poor Dad. Look it up. Audible. I don't know. Changes your mind. Anyway, back yeah, to you. Yeah, it's a good book. But so, if I keep thinking like 
I make more, can buy more, that's what got me into the situation I'm in. Yep. So um, I got a lower cost, and if I continue to make more, continue to live on low cost options and just use that money to continue the best. Because I do like what I do, mm-hmm. um, and I do like the company I work for. So, um, you know, I'm not necessarily like thinking, like, well, I just want to start this, do something else. This allows the best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, immediately for you, it gives you a free place to live. Um, and, and that's kind of the trade-off is he would be putting the down payment so that's the advantage of why he gets paid back quicker yeah you know if we were putting down the down payment together then we would split that but mm-hmm. um, he's gonna get paid back first he's taking the risk and he needs a place to live yep you know if yep. um, but if you're young and you can buy a house don't wait don't buy yeah. an expensive one yeah you know, don't buy the most expensive one you can afford so that way if you want to do something else you have to make more money but buy one that can pay you to live there yeah and so and it's not that hard yeah no it's i mean it like it took us it, it took us like two weeks to find this place uh and w- within those two weeks we have an ideal first offer we've seen the place our real estate agent talked to their agent about it so it's not like it's a hard process you know make some phone calls look it up um i think that most people are just intimidated because like a lot of people aren't homeowners, mm-hmm. at least like at 20. Yeah. You know, it's very rare that yeah. someone's that, that a homeowner. Mm-hmm. And then two, then a lot of people just like are intimidated by the process. Like I know I was of thinking like, oh, well, I got to get approved and I got to, you know, the bank's not going to approve me. So just assuming that you're not going to get approved from yeah. the get go or, you know, just those little things like that are going to, those, those are what stopped me for yeah. so long. Like people say, oh, you need to go do it. Especially, you know, when I was... When I was um, your age, that was 10 years ago, um, that was around 2008, so um, I actually had a good job at the time. I was working um, in the the pawn industry, so Mm -hmm. I was working in loans and stuff, uh, and so we were actually making a lot of money during that time because um, obviously the loan industry is going to do really good when everybody's broke and selling off all their stuff. Um, So I was doing pretty good. I could have bought a house. I remember... I was, um, it was, I was probably around 20 and, uh, I was pre-approved for like 150,000 or something, mm-hmm. probably like right about the respect yeah. what I had a good credit score. Um, it was like zero down or if it, it was like 2000 maybe yeah. cause I had yeah. like closing costs or something yeah. like that. And I just didn't do it. But like the home values in 2008 were so low, you know, cause everything was going down. <laughs> like if I had bought it and then just lived there and rented out one room, yeah. I could have lived rent free. And like people told me to do it yeah. and I just didn't do it. Yeah. You know, so now it's, you know, 10 years later, I'm like, God, I really messed up yeah. there. You know, I remember like thinking like, you know, I could, <laughs> or in times down the road, like my parents saying, we live with us, save money, get a down payment. And of course, no, I'd go get an apartment. Yeah. And yeah. rent an apartment because I wanted, you know, that freedom. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to live at home or, you know, stuff like that. So I wanted the freedom to be able to do whatever I wanted. Yeah. Um, but in reality, I was limiting what I was doing because I wasn't thinking in advance. I kept mm-hmm. thinking, well, I'll make more money. Yeah. And then I can buy a house yeah. with that. Yeah. And so even though I have continued to make more money, um, that can go up and down. Yeah. And you could lose a job today. There is no security yeah. in a job. There's only security in assets. Yeah. And usually... Uh, I mean, obviously it depends on your lifestyle, but usually it's easier to spend less than it is to make more. You know, if you're, so we'll take me, for example. Oh, spend less than make more. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually easier to like have a cheaper lifestyle and cheaper, not, I don't want you guys sacrificing things, but like take a look at like your biggest expenses. So for me, that was rent. uh, Well, rent was one of the biggest one. And I was like, okay, so what, what can I do to eliminate that? And so by doing this duplex, and having my roommates pay for uh, the mortgage, I'm essentially saving 12 grand a year in rent, 
but then I'm also making money in equity, so it's not cash that I can use, but you know, I'll have access to that money eventually that if I lived in my apartment, I wouldn't have access to. Yeah, so your, your net worth will grow and you'll be making money from the rent roll. Yep, yep. And another thing, if you guys find yourself in the position I'm in where it's, at least for me, I think it's clicked. Like I, I'm pretty sure I know what I'm doing. Uh, tell your friends, get other people on the same page as you because now when I look at kind of like the way some of the other people my age are acting and what they're spending their money on and, and the way they're viewing you know, assets versus liabilities, it's mind blowing. Like when I see, when I see like my friends driving cars, and I know their their monthly payments like four or five hundred dollars, where it could be like a hundred. Yeah. I mean that that adds up, and like the opportunity cost too. Like, you know, okay, it's it's great it's great to drive a nice car, but what else could that money be doing for you? What what asset could you put that money into, where ten years from now, it's making it you money? Pay. Yeah, it could pay for it. Like, treat your money. Um, it's, this is in Rich, Rich Pet Poor Dad. It talks about treat your money like an employee. Mm-hmm. So go have it work and then let it buy things for you. Yep. So like this house in five years, you know, if you're not living there and it's making, we'll say 600 bucks a month, 300 each, that could be paying my cell phone for me. Yep. Uh, that could be paying my car insurance for me, you know, off that, that and money I'd never have to do anything for. Yep. If I sell the house, then we get whatever... You know, the mortgage is being paid yeah. by them, and we're making extra money. Yeah. So we could sell the house and roll that money into another property that pays for even more things. Yep. And so, you know, I think we each figured it was like ten thousand dollars a month. Like we want to, like that's like a yeah. first immediate goal of passive income. Yeah. You know, where your money's making money for you. And what was it? It was um, what was the mil- It was how many millions to, of income if it's doing eight percent? to do one point five. So 1.5 million in uh, whatever investment, if yeah. it's pulling 8%, yeah. will make you $10,000 a month um, revenue. Yeah. So not minus your expenses. Yeah. Which your expenses are, are probably about 60%. Mm-hmm. Um, so when if we had 1.5 million in um, like uh, assets uh, making uh, us 8%. Estate, yeah. Yeah. Then we'd each be making $2,000 um, profit. Yep. You know, that we could do yep. whatever we want with. Yeah. So the goal, so like like you just said, the $10,000 a month passive income is the initial goal. Uh, I set that by age 25. I'm 21 and like three quarters. So I'll be 22 in October. Uh, so I got to start gotta start moving. Uh, and then I set 50 a month passive by age 30. So uh, the reason for that kind of big jump is a lot of this stuff happens exponentially. You know, even like if we buy one or two properties this year, that's a lot faster because then those will be making us money. We'll both be making more money and I'll have experience. So the next year we can buy four or six or eight properties and then we'll have all that money, all that experience. And the following year we'll be able to do like 16 or 20 or whatever, you know? And so, um, slowly building up those assets to get to a point where I don't have to go to work if I don't want to. And my assets are paying for my lifestyle. So I don't know. Think about this. I mean, Yeah. yeah, if you keep growing it that way, I mean, if I want to live rent free, free in in the next house, um, like the house I have now, I wouldn't sell. I'd run out. Mm-hmm. Which you know, this one would provide since it would just be going to me. I would get we would get like eight hundred dollars in uh, profit because I think I could run it out for like two thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Um, the mortgage taxes insurance is about uh, twelve hundred dollars a month, so that'd be eight hundred dollars in profit. And then if we had just the one point five million in um, uh, other assets, that would mean that'd be uh, 
about $3,000 I would have a month coming in. And if I wanted to live somewhere really nice, I could yeah. live there technically for free yeah, cause that because I would pay that, for it. I would have exactly. no expense. And that they, the, the market value of the properties could go up and down. Yeah. But, but the, what people are paying the rent, yeah. I mean, rent rarely goes down. Yeah. Yeah. Rent pretty much trends upwards. Yeah. I mean, unless a huge depression happened. But yeah. I would think when a depression happened, less people would buy. But yeah, rent, exactly. Rent yeah. would continue to go up. Yeah. And then so one so one thing just to kind of toss out there, um, and we'll we'll do a, another video on this topic. But uh, a lot of this stuff that we kind of are talking about is like big picture. You know, like fifty grand a month passive income is like to me. I'm still kind of scared of that. Like it's gonna. Oh, yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. But the big thing to do is like if I set that goal, don't just say okay. Well, I'm gonna do it, and I don't know how to do it, so I guess I can't have it. It's like if I don't I don't know how to make fifty thousand dollars a month passively. I. I don't do it. I don't know how to do it, but I do know how to make put an offer on a duplex, which will make me two hundred dollars a month. Yeah. And then from there, what else do I know how to do that'll get me one step further or one step closer to the fifty thousand dollars a month? So don't, you know. So we we love goal setting. So go set a big goal, but just because you don't know how to do it doesn't mean you can't start taking baby steps on things you do know how to do. Oh yeah. If you don't know how to do something, go learn about it. I didn't yeah. know about buying assets until three months ago, and now yeah. I'm, I'm going to go buy a duplex. So yeah, it's like, educate. <laughs> we're still working out the details of how we're going to get it. Yeah. I mean, it's not perfect. It's not cut and dry like, oh, we saw this. Everything was, yes, you know, you can do it. And yeah. we, we got it. Like, we're having to jump through a few loopholes to get it done. <laughs> yeah. um, because it's kind of like, we hadn't been prepping to do it for a long time. Yeah. So hadn't got everything in order. So, you know, we're going to make it happen. But yeah. um, it's not, every, everybody's like path to success wasn't easy yeah it's just they didn't you know stop yeah exactly like, like they just continued that to fall forward mm-hmm. yeah trip forward all that stuff so that's how someone at 21 year old or someone at 21 years old is going to live rent free boom um cost free um if you want to do it it's very simple look for a house that you could cover the mortgage with either the rooms. It doesn't have to be duplex. Duplex yeah. makes the most sense yeah, because it's, more, it's better. There's but. two houses on the same property, mm-hmm. but you can absolutely do it. I mean, if you get a house for $150,000, your payment, you know, if you do a, like, let's say you do FHA, it, which just means your down payment's going to be pretty low, like mm-hmm. under 10,000. If you do it, um, for that, uh, inexpensive a house, then you're, you know, mortgage payment, insurance, all that stuff. Let's just say it was around $1,000, which mm-hmm. it probably be a little bit less, but let's say it's $1,000. So if it's a three bedroom house, yeah. you're living there, then you just have to rent it out the other two rooms for 500 bucks each, uh, you know, which you know is, is doable. Yeah. And so, I mean, even if you rent it out for $400 a bedroom, because maybe 500 is too much for the people you know, uh, you're still living in a $150,000 home for $200 a month. and. I mean, if you try and live somewhere for two hundred dollars a month, you're <laughs> you're probably gonna get robbed. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not like, gonna be living in a nice area. Yeah. So and um, so yeah, you can do that. And I mean, you would probably look for a deal that would pay for itself. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point. Yeah. But yeah, if you could live two hundred dollars a month, or you know, I think I'm trying to think the way his house was set up. So he had when the first one I did was a it was a three bedroom house, and I think he bought it in Florida around two thousand six. Um, so it was when prices were super cheap. So he got it. It was a foreclosure. Got it for like nothing. So he was probably making money um, on it. And then when he moved, he continued to rent it. Um, and he just had he did like individual rooms where yeah. he rented it. So he had people paying the mortgage there. So 
Um, eventually sold it over 10 years, but it potentially, I mean, I'm sure there were some like times where we put money back into it to remodel it before yeah. we sold yeah. it and stuff like that. But uh, pretty much he lived rent-free that whole time, um, gained equity in the house because the market did bounce back and then was able to sell it. So he the amount he owed went down. The amount he, like he bought it here, he was able to sell it here for more. So he was able to make this much money in there and live rent-free that whole time mm -hmm. for little to no work. Yeah. You know, and honestly, he probably didn't try that hard to like build a business out of it, mm -hmm. but you know, because it was his friends that were living there. But um, he probably could have charged a little bit more or, you know, rented it to a family. Even there's things he could have done to even, you know, export it better. But that was with little to no effort. Yeah. Lived rent free. Yeah. I mean, basically, if you're living rent free and your cost to rent or that you're almost spending is like $500 to $1,000 if you're in the 21 year old range. Yep. I mean, just having that money back in your pocket, pretty nice. Makes a big that. difference. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the disadvantages of being outside, <laughs> all the flies. Um, so yeah, so live rent free, let money build an equity, and start young, make it that way. Um, if you liked the video, um, give it a thumbs up. If there was something that you found that was you know, informative, you know, put it in the comment section below. We can definitely you know use like feedback on yeah. what's working, what's helping. Or if you have any questions, of course. Yeah. Or if you've done below. it before and you're like, hey, watch out for this. Yeah. You know, when you're going to do it, like you know, when I did it, I made this mistake or whatever. You know, or when I did it, everything went perfect. What you know, just let us know on that. Um, but again, give it a thumbs up and subscribe, and we'll see you guys next time.